Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, King David was a man just like um, I am a human being, you're a human being, male or female. And David, as all humans, sinned. But David was unique in some respects. One of his unique aspects was his ability to repent and his gratitude to God when he was forgiven for his sin. And so David was a a lavish uh, musician. He was a lavish lover. He was a lavish poet with the writing of the Psalms. But when he sinned, he really knew how to sin. And so his biggest recorded shortcoming was related to an affair that he had with a woman named Bathsheba. If you don't know the story, it's recorded in 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12. But David saw this woman, Bathsheba, and uh, she was literally taking a bath. David was in his palace and saw the woman and thought she was very beautiful and inquired about her and found out she was a married woman. And uh, even though she was a married woman, David sent for her and had an affair with her. Now, this is bad enough in and of itself, but to cover the affair, he had her husband killed. And so David both had an extramarital affair and was involved in the murder of this woman's husband. And so this thing came to light, and David um, repented profusely. A number of psalms are believed to have been recorded concerning this episode and various aspects of this episode of his affair and um, the murder and then his confession and his forgiveness. And Psalm 32, which I'm about to read, is one of those psalms. And so it is a psalm of forgiveness, and that is the believed occasion, um, this um, affair with Bathsheba that David was involved in. The author is King David. So let's listen now to Psalm 32. Of David... A maskil. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all of the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked. But the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in Him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad. You righteous, sing, all of you who are upright in heart. 
And so it opens with um, a term that you may not be familiar with. It says a Psalm of David, a maskil. Now, it's really kind of a mystery what this term means. But many Bible scholars believe that it links somehow to the idea of wisdom or a teaching. And so David is about to give us his wisdom on forgiveness of sin and confession and so forth. So the, uh, the idea of the, the term meaning that makes sense. But David opens with gratitude for uh, the forgiveness of his sins. And so obviously this has already occurred. He said, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. Now, friends, this idea of forgiveness involves um, acknowledging your sin. And so David's um, sins were were covered by the Lord because David didn't try and cover up his sin. He brought it um, to light and confessed it and repented of it. And so he goes back after that initial praise and gratitude for forgiveness to say that when he had not yet acknowledged his sin, it was making him sick, physically ill. He said, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped in the heat of summer. And maybe you have not acknowledged um, a situation like this in your own life, friends, but uh, when you've willingly been disobedient to the Lord, until you deal with that disobedience, if you love the Lord, until you deal with that disobedience, until you deal with that sin, it can make you physically ill. And so David, um, on some level, was becoming ill over this episode. And then he acknowledged the Lord. He acknowledged the sin. He acknowledged the Lord, and the Lord forgave him. Verse 5, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. So excellent um, outcome. Then David exhorts all of us to follow his example. He says, Therefore, let all of the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty warriors will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. So David extends that to all of us, that the, the faithful will be hidden in God. They'll be protected from trouble and surrounded with songs of deliverance. Then there is a, a direct prophetic utterance from the Lord through David in verse 8 and 9 concerning how the Lord desires to guide us gently and not to have to reprove us strongly. He says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. Remember, this is the Lord speaking to us, friends. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. And so the King James says this instead of, I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. The King James says, I will guide you with my eye. And so if you can picture from your own life, whenever your mother gave you a look, like you're about to reach for something and she looks at you like, don't you touch that. No words are spoken, 
but you recognize from the look in her eye that you're not to do that. Or conversely, you ask your mother for something, and she casts her eyes toward whatever it is you're asking for, and you see it, and you're you're literally led by the positioning of what her eyes are doing. This is what the Lord is saying. He wants to give us this kind of gentle guidance, not like horses and mules require having a strong bit in their mouth or a bridle. He doesn't want to have to jerk us around. He wants to be able to gently lead us and gently teach us. And he will do so if we're willing. David closes by contrasting the wicked and the godly. He says, many are the woes of the wicked. But the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad. You righteous sing, all of you who are upright in heart. And so, friends, our takeaway from this psalm is that the Lord, of course, is aware of all of our sins, iniquities, transgressions, shortcomings. None of them are a surprise to him. But until we acknowledge our sin, he can't forgive us and help us to overcome our sin. And so his desire is that he would be able to gently bring our shortcomings to our attention, that we would confess them, we would repent of them, and if they involve a weakness in our character or in our flesh, that we would ask him to help us to overcome these these, um, sins that separate us from God. And if we do that, David assures us that the Lord is quick to forgive us, that we are to be forgiven, we can be blessed, our our sin won't be counted against us as long as we acknowledge our sin and repent of it. And so, Lord, help us to be those that you can guide with your eye. Lord, we want to be gently reminded when we are in sin, iniquity, or transgression, Lord, when our, our lives our words, our thoughts even, have fallen short of your your will and your standards, God, gently show them to us and give us the grace to repent. Not only the grace to confess our sin and be forgiven, but the grace to overcome whatever the sin issue is. In each of our lives, Lord, in our humanity, just like David, we sin. And so, God, Help us to not be like the wicked who need to be jerked around and ultimately will be judged. Help us to be um, gently led and guided by you all the days of our lives. Give us grace to confess, grace to repent, and grace to overcome all of our sins. And forgive us, Lord. Give us favor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.